Silicon Valley, California, the tech world's mecca, the birthplace of Apple, Google, and Facebook, Silicon Valley houses the world's biggest tech companies and is a hotspot for tech startups to find venture capitalists in hopes of creating the next best thing. The Valley is scattered with geniuses who started in their garage, got a lucky break, and now own multi-million dollar homes and fancy cars. Silicon Valley's entrepreneurs have achieved the American dream. They have reached what most would consider the pinnacle of success. Now with the bar set incredibly high, what does that mean for the children of Silicon Valley? My name is Chloe, and this is Growing Up in Silicon Valley. I lived in the heart of Silicon Valley my entire life. As a kid, I loved playing in the parks around my house, taking scenic drives to the coast, and hiking in the woods just outside of county lines. Past the gorgeous, towering redwood trees are the headquarters to multiple Fortune 500 companies pioneered by the parents of Silicon Valley children. When almost everyone's parents have been exceptionally successful, including your own, growing up in Silicon Valley becomes a breeding ground of stress to carry on your parents' legacy. Surrounded by the waxy smell of crayons and high-pitched voices, I remember sitting in those tiny plastic chairs doing our math worksheets while kids would discuss dreams of going to Stanford and Cal Berkeley and becoming engineers, lawyers, or doctors, the paths their parents have taken. In fourth and fifth grade, grades became of the utmost importance. Even at 10 years old, when we were supposed to be worried about Little League and what bow we should wear in our hair that day, we were worried about grades. Receiving anything less than an A was shameful and was hidden by a carefully placed pen or elbow on the edge of our desks, where the grade was displayed when returned by the teacher. This is when I first remember hearing the phrase, I failed, in regards to an assignment. Depending on who you were talking to, that could mean they received between A- and a B. Looking back on it now, it's insane to think how great obsessed we were, but it was the norm. It was the standard. This is when I learned how to study. Hard. I remember crying over Robert Frost stopping by woods on a snowy evening, a poem I was desperately trying to remember to get a perfect score when I had to recite it by memory the next day. When we hit middle school, our teachers began to stress the importance of high school readiness, and they prepared us well with a myriad of different assignments. I was overwhelmed and completely stressed, but receiving a B or less was a worse fate than getting five hours of sleep. High schoolers I knew said it only gets worse, but what I didn't know was the full scope of how awful it could be. In 2008 and 2009, six students from Palo Alto High Schools committed suicide. In 2014 and 2015, four students took their lives. I remember seeing national news headlines asking the question, why are Palo Alto students taking their lives? It was a question everyone in the country had on their minds, but if you ask any Silicon Valley student why this might be, they'll all respond the same. Academic and parental stress. I remember filing into assemblies and packed tightly into bleachers while the administrators would encourage us to seek help if we started to have suicidal thoughts and explain that they were always there for us. Although this school is trying to help the best they can to create a positive environment, you can't change an entire culture based on academic success through assemblies, especially if it falls on the deaf ears of students finishing homework and quietly talking about a test next period during the assembly. In Silicon Valley, there's a stigma around taking mental health breaks. You cry through your homework, you set a timer for how long you can have a breakdown, wipe your tears, then get back to studying. You work through the night to finish that assignment even if you know you need a break, and you get that A. And why do it? 
Why suffer to ace all your classes? It depends on who you ask. Your parents expect a 4.8 GPA stamped on your report card, and if that's not the result, then you're a disgrace to the family. Your parents work too hard to see you squander your education by getting Bs. You may place that pressure on yourself because all your friends are taking difficult classes and seemingly getting A's with flying colors. Maybe your dream school has less than a 20% acceptance rate and the only way for your application to be considered is if you take all the hardest classes at your school and ace them. Maybe it's a mixture of these reasons. That's what it's like growing up in Silicon Valley. You work hard your whole life, you go to college, you get a respectable job, the white picket fence, the new car, the fancy purse. You see the success around you and you're determined to emulate that success in your own life. It's the culture. But at what cost? Thank you.